Hello and welcome to How Is That Not A Thing? Every episode, our experts will present crazy products and inventions, and each of us will decide whether it's real or not, and you can play along at home. I'm joined today by Freddie Riddell. Hello. Nurul Shamir. Hi. And Sophie Marquand. Hi. Um, guys, who would like to go first? Um, I've got an invention that I'd like to share with you all. We kick it off with Freddy? Okay. okay, so we are all familiar with the concept of a whole chicken in a can, aren't we? Yes. Disgustingly familiar. You take a whole chicken, you broil it, you insert that whole chicken into a can, and then later you take it out and throw up everywhere. But this isn't the invention that I'm sharing with you today. Okay, okay. The invention I have to share with you is sandwich in a can. Okay. So, this sounds wrong. (laughs) I'm fairly sure I've heard of a pie in a can, so... Uh, But that makes sense because that has liquid in it. Justify a sandwich being in a can. Okay, so you're a high-powered business person. You've just come home from working at Deutsche Bank. No, it's your lunch break at Deutsche Bank. You don't have the time to walk all the way to the little next door to get a sandwich. You just reach into your bag pull out a can of instant sandwich in a can, pop that open with the little ring pull, remove the the sandwich from inside where it has been stored in its original state, the bread is still spongy, the ham substitute is still still substitutey, and you just eat the sandwich from a can. Mm, not sure. What shape is the can? Like hand shape. can shape. Yeah. The like, sandwich like is very different to a sandwich shape. Is it like a sandwich Swiss roll? It's a sub roll. Oh, okay. It's okay. revolting. They're quite a lot bigger than I It's a small can. sub roll. A very right. So the smaller okay. you make the sandwich, the, the higher the flavour quotient is the, is the concentration mm, you know, there's con- more, more flavour per square sandwich why well, a can rather than like vacuum packed or like in a I think cans polythene keep, like, bag canning thing makes it keep maybe it's for like um, apocalypse shelters you're now deciding that this sandwich purely exists for the paranoid and the deranged <gasps> well you don't want to just be eating spam after the, the bombs drop when the bomb drops tell me prices uh, it's a, a competitive market rate what? Like, they're not going to be much more expensive than a sandwich. What flavours? Like, what have we got? What toppings have we got in the sandwich? Ham and cheese. Nice. A, a favourite. Lettuce. Just the lettuce. Let- lettuce oh. is not a favourite sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the BLT is, is a sandwich. Are you a vegan? The big three types of sandwiches. There's ham and lettuce cheese. Lettuce sandwiches. Also, you know you were saying competitive sandwich prices. So, like, if you went to someone and you bought a sandwich, I'd expect to pay somewhere between one and three pounds. That mm. would be, you know... I wouldn't pay more than, like, 80p for a can of something. So, I'm not sure... You're yeah. thinking about it just in terms of the food, though. You've got to think about it in terms of the storage and the survivability. I also think about that in terms of like tin tomatoes I, you know I still wouldn't pay more than about 80p no, for a can of that well, you do you Sophie don't buy this product then this, <laughs> this doesn't seem like it's for you I'm also, not selling it I'm just telling you it exists also your use case of a high powered Deutsche Bank employee yeah that's what I take issue with <laughs> who's <laughs> also got a bomb shelter if any <laughs> sort of banker is going to have a bomb shelter it's going to be a Deutsche Bank sort of banker isn't it they're Why? the type I'm not sure Why? if this is going in a horrid direction everyone knows the, like, the banking stereotypes which are? The Swiss like chocolate, the Germans like bomb shelters, and HSBC's laundering money. I'm doing that libel <laughs> thing again. Yeah. I think we should ask one more question, Freddie, which is, would you eat it? Oh, God, no. Cool. On that note, would you, uh, <laughs> listeners at home, um, if you're on a bus, go talk to the conductor. Um, do, do they think that that is a thing? Have they tried the sandwich in a can? Talk to your conductor... Now.
Go on, Marilyn. Okay, uh, Neural, do you think it's a thing? I've definitely seen a gross image on the internet of a burger in a tin can. So I'm going to say yes. Okay. Sophie? Um, Yeah, I'm going to say a very hesitant yes, but there's a lot of underlying no. (laughs) Good answer. Strong. Oh, I'm just going to be contrary. I'm going to say no, because it sounds... It might as well not exist. Like, we're not going to come into contact with that. That's disgusting. Freddie? Well, I have to tell you that it is real. Oh! Yeah. God. The sub, like the sub rolls, the pictures on the packets look like sub rolls that you just bought at Tesco. I assume when you get them out, they do not look like. Where did you come across it? Like Um, just the internet or in a shop or? Yeah, just on the internet. Deutsche Bank. Um, Gosh. Sophie, would you like to go next? Uh, I can do. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, this is an idea or sort of a, a concept, a thing, a phenomenon, um, and it's targeted at people who have a fair amount of money and a fair amount of time and have good taste on the whole, with regard to food, that is. Um, and it's called Chef for You. Chef for You. Um, so it's basically like a middle ground for people who don't like takeaways but also don't like cooking. <laughs> Okay, so what it is, so chef for you, it's kind of like a takeaway thing, but it's kind of not. So you can hire a chef to come to your house and cook a meal for you, and they have a, like a selection of menus and dishes that they're able to cook, and they bring along in their little van, they bring the ingredients, you say like how many people or whatever that you want it to be for, and they also bring the pots and pans necessary. All you have to have is um, the cooking appliances, essentially, and I guess they specify that as well. You can kind of choose from set meals that the chef for you uh, can make. If you want to pay a little bit extra, you can learn how to make the things that your chef for you makes. It's like personal catering. Yeah. But then like also a bit of a personal touch with the learning. Absolutely. Cool. And it's, I mean, you can do it sort of on the night. So I guess they just have stockists and it's like ordering a takeaway, but you're like, mm, no, I'd rather order a person to come cook for me in my kitchen. Yeah. 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 Mm. So, oh, so you can do it quite last minute. Yeah. And you can do it as kind of dinner party entertainment. Have you used this? I haven't personally used it, um, but I'm kind of interested in it. Although I really enjoy cooking, so I might just kind of look at the website and get some ideas from the menus and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Interesting ingredients, so, yeah. Yes, Fred. I have a question. So you said that they, like, charge extra money to teach you how to do it. Yeah. What's to stop you putting up voyeuristic cameras and just recording them? Well, I mean, nothing. <laughs> but that's weird. That's, like, the worst hole-picking. If yeah. someone wasn't telling you bit by bit, like, exactly what, oh, I'm putting in a little bit of cumin here or whatever, you probably wouldn't get it. That's yeah. a very good point. Yeah. yeah. So, what if somebody hiring the chef had a really shit kitchen? Yeah, I guess there are prerequisites. So they they um, on the menu they specify what you need. So it might just be like a hob, um, or it might be like uh, a microwave. I guess they it, for these kind of clientele, it's not just like a microwave. Sausage in a microwave. <laughs> probably yeah. or a sandwich in a tin in a microwave. Oh. <laughs> So that would not end well. well. On the whole, they can bring their own stuff to you. So say they need a special kind of blender or something, they have it in their little van and they come along with their ingredients. And they and I guess they can do maybe like three houses a night or whatever. You make a booking, so mm. yeah. What about the cleanup? I, guess, I don't know how that works, actually. It's not really specified. I think probably you wash up your own plates, but they wash up their stuff. I don't know. Oh, because they take it away. Yeah, well, they'll they presumably have like a supplier. For yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds cool. So I'm sold. Well, this, if it, I mean, if it doesn't exist, let's make uh, it. Start up. Start up. Start up. <laughs> is, there, is there an app? 
There's I always an app. So. Not, not that I'm aware of, oh. but uh, perhaps we could, you know, we okay. could ask okay. them and create one. I personally, mm. I sounds real to me. I'm mm-hmm. convinced. I'm sold. Right, um, Chester. If you're in the park, uh, go find a dog. Uh, look at it and tell you tell it whether you think this is a real invention or not. Ooh. Do that now. Go tell the dog. We'll wait. Yeah. Freddie, is it real? Uh, I think it's real. It's too good yeah. not to be real. I think because it's so good, we should have heard about it by now. So I'm going to say it's fake. Ooh, good. Ooh. I think it's real, but uh, I like said this. That. Chef for you. Chef for you is not real. Ooh, really? Have you have you checked? There's no service. Sorry, so like you know that is a real thing, right? What? That that exact chef service you? you're describing. What is it? Is you, it? Yes, professional chefs will come to your high well, yeah, kitchen. Like, yeah, but this is like not a, like a set. This menu. is like democratized. It's not yeah. just rich people doing it. I know you can definitely like get a caterer to your house, but I don't mm. know about the like the teaching bit or that kind of more personal touch. It sounds really cool though. Yeah. If if it doesn't exist, then how is that not a thing? Play the stinger. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, Nora, would you like to go next? Yes. So. Okay. First timer on How Is That Not A Thing? Hi. Thank how you. Is That Not A Thing, Virgin? Thank you very much for having me on, guys. Nice to bring some diversity. There is a rapper called Devo Spice, and he has a Doctor Who concept rap album. Right, I'm going to need you to name some tracks. God. Um, well... The main track, so on a different platform, he released a track called I Am The Doctor and got a lot of play, bit of interest, a cult following, bear in mind, not any kind of real interest. So this was just like on one album? Like that, it was well, not an album, album, like he'd released it. I mean, you know, people don't really right. have out SoundCloud, whatever. I don't know where he released it. Wait, who, who is this person? Devo sorry? Spice. Devo Spice. Well, you can't Google it, Sophie. Uh-huh. Oh no, I was just looking up Chef for You. <laughs> <laughs> is it real? It's a thing with that name, but it's not quite the system, I think. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Um, yes, and it got enough hype, I suppose, and he thought it was funny enough. So he has funded a. He started a Kickstarter to fund him recording a Doctor Who concept rap album. A rap album? As you say, I have heard of, there's a, I think, a band called Cham- Chameleon Circuit who do yeah. truck. Time Lord Rock. They Time release Lord some Rock. bangers. Right. So it's it's not bangers. completely crazy. Uh, yeah, their songs are a strong all right. Yeah. <laughs> like painfully mediocre. Yeah, like, they're exactly mediocre. Yeah. The sort of music that you would expect YouTubers to release. Mm. Okay. Blog. G- give us more information about that. I'm really curious. I mean, he writes raps. So each track on the album corresponds to a different reincarnation of the Doctor. Oh, that's cool. That's genius. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've not listened to it personally, but one of the tracks actually has um, an ex-companion singing on it. What? One of them? Yeah. I'm surprised Devo Spice, of all people, couldn't get a few more (laughs) celebs in. Who the fuck is Devo Spice? I don't know. No, you don't know? Okay. Has he done anything else? I don't know. Is Devo, Devo Spice not a series of like herbs and spices for your kitchen? Still <laughs> <laughs> on the, the chef kitchen, for the you chef mindset. <laughs> we'll work on a business plan for Chef for You later. <laughs> chef for You. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't do more research into Devo Spice. I didn't care to. Oh, okay. Dedication. Professional. Sorry. No, that's cool. The theme song is pretty electronic, right? Mm. So I, I can imagine it as kind of electronic rock, and I guess 
it could be a le- kind of electronic-y rap as well. So mm. electronic rap. <laughs> that I mean, it sounds crap. Well, but it sounds like it could be. Could I mean, be a the thing. thing is, not every song has to be a remix of the Doctor Who theme tune. So exactly. he's probably like They're getting a different. lot of yeah, a lot of different interesting stuff in. I'm yeah. sure he's getting the stories of the Doctor into it. What was your favorite song? The one about the cyborgs. The cyborg, right? Yeah. yeah, the cyborg. The There's a really interesting. Fuck the Cybermen! I watch Doctor Who. I do actually watch Doctor <laughs> Who. Like, I really do. I love David Tennant. Like, I'm sorry. The really interesting thing about Doctor Who is that it's actually, if you think about it, it's not science at all. It's just a man with a magic wand. It's magic. Yeah. Um. So it was originally meant to be a semi-educational program, and that's why two of the first three companions are teachers. What, no. by, by their own... What, you mean, like... In, their in characters. Their, oh, the characters. Not the actors. So I was like, oh, aren't the actors? Yeah, no. Teachers I mean, on the side? They, I mean, aren't... I think all humans have a lot to teach us, Sophie. Mm. Yeah. Well, my department would claim it has theological undertones. Well, it's really, okay. <laughs> my department would say it had political undertones. And my department <laughs> can't make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, we haven't asked the people at home. People at home! How's your mum doing? What does she think of Devo Spice and his Doctor Who concept album? Don't let her go on too long. I know she's got a lot of opinions. Does she think it's spicy? Oh! Sophie, what do you think? Um, I'm afraid I don't think it's real. Just you stumble a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Understandable. (laughs) That's like an admittance right there. But... But I, oh, I, I kind of did think it was real up until you just said it sounds, it's understandable that it's, it's not real. It's the co- I'm pretty sure Devo Spice is a real person, and I also think this album's real. You think it's real? I think I, I think it's more of a I want to believe. <laughs> is it real? Points to Freddie Riddell. Hey! So the worlds of Doctor Who and rap combined. Although I I can't vouch for how authentic Devo Spice's rap is or how good he is. It could be a kind of an insane clown posse kind of deal. Who knows? But I did fool you guys with my, you know... Stumbling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ah, double bluff. Very nice. Well, nice. Well, we're going to listen to that right now. We obviously can't put it on the podcast. That is exactly what I hoped it wouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, it's horrible. I'm the doctor. <laughs> it's well, like a sort of mighty boosh rap, but not funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expecting like genuinely brilliant music. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking Devo Spice sounded like a sort of shit mate of do- <laughs> Snoop Dogs or something. Not a bloke, white bloke from Reading. Knock, knock. Who's there? Doctor. Doctor who? Oh. <laughs> Whoa! And on that note, we're going to move on to the next one. Uh, shall I have a go? Shall I? Oh God! I bring one to the table. Read your yep. book. Okay. So this next one is quite futuristic and pretty innovative, um, and you won't probably have seen it in Top Shop, but maybe one day. Who knows? I'm offended okay. by that. Why? How dare you insult Top Shop? It's it kind of goes hand in hand with the um, the new kind of wearables revolution. Right. You heard of you know no, this idea of like wearing technology, technology being kind like of like a watch. Of you. Oh, like like, like Fitbit, Google and Apple Watches, and that's Fitbit, yeah, yeah. Apple okay. Watches, or other. Okay. There's more things like you can sort of uh, having like a pedometer in your shoe. Who here has glasses or has worn glasses at some point in their life? Indeed, indeed. 
No, Sun- I've you've worn sunglasses. I've got perfect vision. Yeah, well, I've had laser surgery, so. Girls are right for some. You won't need this next invention. This is a surgical implant into your temples with just a magnet that lets you f- removes the need for arms on your glasses and you just oh okay magnetise your glasses to your head I hate it no, yeah, I'm sure you hate it you can't have an MRI you can't well mm. that's one issue you've brought up immediately but it's still a thing and it's quite handy because one it reduces the size and weight of your glasses it makes them more portable it's easily interchangeable. Just take your glasses cost? off, put some sunglasses on. Oh, look at that. Does anyone else find... And you'll look really cool because cool people... No. Ha- <laughs> you know what's already quite easy to take off and put on is glasses. <laughs> so I find, this might be just me, but I find if a magnet goes near my head, I feel really weird. That really? Is, uh, that's yeah. called the placebo effect. It might be the yeah, placebo yeah, effect. Think, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't I think read, there's any proven link there. I read an article where uh, I think I read this like years ago but this guy went to a bunch of homes where parents found their children were particularly rowdy and quite unmanageable Mm. and he turned off their Wi-Fi and in a certain percentage of these homes the children calmed down it's because they weren't using the internet that's exactly what it was yeah (laughs) (laughs) you solved it it's because they weren't constantly looking at pornography it calmed them right down I was going to go for Netflix I was going to go for Netflix's kids feature no no this was definitely from at least like seven years ago okay so also this means that you can't give your glasses to someone else and I know that doesn't happen all that often but it, now it's now it's turned like it's turned a hundred pair hundred pound pair of glasses you could buy from Specsavers into a thousand pound pair that you've got to have specially made to work with your shitey head magnets. But there's less moving parts, right? It's like going to be harder to break. It's not going to fall off your head. So if you're doing like extreme sports or anything, mm. that's like pretty secure. Um, what else? You'll look like a badass because. People will be like, oh, how is how are those glasses staying on? Oh, but I'm, you can't do that thing where you put your hands between your behind your ears and go waggle waggle with your glasses. No, that's true. That's not this very cool. is a classic maxi idea. <laughs> <laughs> what, what makes you say that? It just reeks of maxi. Okay. Stinks. Well, people. Are, it sounds like people have come to. Deli- uh, no one has any more questions. All right. What do you think, Norbert? Go to your neighbour's front lawn and bleach the answer into the grass with weed killer. That's just Norbert, that's not. Yeah, no, don't everyone do that, just you. No, there's a whole spate of garden vandalism. There was, in my final year at school, some boys who did exactly that, but they did a giant phallus into the field. Oh, that's quite funny. That's quite funny. It was funny. What a winky. <laughs> I've never really, seen one of those before. I really um, hope the story was going to be they bleached that is a thing into the grass <laughs> with an amazing amount of prescience. Okay, so neural, that's you think it's not a thing. Almost you think definitely. I've made that up? You absolutely have. Sophie, what do you think? Um, I think it's a ridiculous thing if it is, and I don't want it to be, so it's not. Uh, it's definitely real. <laughs> Freddie's right. What? It's absolutely a thing. <laughs> Uh, we are on the level just it, it, it's an issue we're always getting the same answers it's because you spend so much time researching weird stuff like this I don't spend much time on what that what are really. the health effects of having a magnet inside oh it's almost brain. certainly a really bad idea well, yeah so what and happens? also there's nothing you could do like with it also 
my the initial sort of idea I had about it being related to wearable technology is wrong because if you put a, a magnet near a Google Glass, it's going to break it. Do you have to? So, like, when you purchase this and have it inevitably inserted into your skull, do you have to have? Do you have to carry a card in your wallet? to say for like you know how you say like oh I'm a diabetic or whatever oh I have magnets in my brain so they don't put you in an MRI machine if you ever have a car crash and you're unconscious I mean presumably you have the word twat tattooed on your forehead so there. <laughs> I think people just know they'll just see you and what? know okay so do they protrude out like Frankenstein I think <laughs> there's a mild lump but you know you can get you can actually get um, sort of I think they're silicon implants um, so you can get like a silicon implant heart that Pulsates as your temple pulsates. Ooh. I've seen people get implants that give them little horns. On yes, their yes, yeah, I've seen that. Yes, and you can, that. you can get, you can get Thought them in other parts of your body. Actually. Yeah. What silicon implants? No, the horns. Like the oh. horns. When you go to get those, I'll get my septum burst. Yeah, I yeah. thought you were referring to get a <laughs> boob job. Yeah, I mean, I'm not averse. <laughs> Sophie, why don't you show us? Give us another idea. Okay, so this thing is a little. I don't know, step down from the other one. Um, so recently, I'm going to give you some kind of uh, anecdotal evidence, anecdotal reasoning. Recently, in our house in Durham, uh, we've had a little uh, infestation. One may call them gremlins, others may call them mice. And um, <laughs> they've been nibbling on crumbs that we've left on the floor. So we set some traps. Um, and they're not very humane, but they're more humane than the traditional... Um, traditional traps the, the kind of ones that are wooden with a with a sort of metal thing and a spring and then it just you know clamps yeah, yeah, shut yeah, yeah. on it these ones are plastic uh, which means that you don't hurt yourself when you, when you open them it doesn't spring back on your own but you thing. still hurt the mouse but you still kill the mouse I don't know whether you break its neck or how it works but it has these kind of plastic teeth that anyway um, oh, it sounds way more dangerous well, is this mouse. one of those traps that um, just takes off a finger to show the mouse is a thief <laughs> Red-handed. Cut off its right hand. Yeah. Uh, My a lot. Like the mouse has been in the yakuza. So anyway, so I was talking to our maintenance man. He's the one who provided us with the traps, um, and we were talking about humane traps and systems for killing mice. Um, and that got me thinking: Are there traps that are less humane than the traditional trap? So I had had did a bit of research. You're, you're sorry. You're going for full-on barbarism here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Animal cruelty is your sort of motto. Bag. It's That's my bag. bag. <laughs> it's what you're about. Animal cruelty is absolutely what I'm about. So this um, sort of idea is, is a fairly old concept. Mm -hmm. I don't know whether... I, I assume it was from the US originally, not sure. Um, but it's essentially... It's a mousetrap connected to a gun. Um <laughs> So sorry, that's how I laugh now. <laughs> Connected um, to a gun. So basically, what you've got is you've got a sort of um, base like you do in all the traps where you put the bait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a little, you know, f ball of whatever, or a bit of peanut butter, marmite, onto a spring-loaded lever. Uh, the animal obviously eats the food, triggering the lever, uh, which then pulls the handle of the gun and shoots the mouse right in the head. Are you so it? Oh my god. So <laughs> that would presumably do a bit of a number on your floor. Yeah, does the bullet go through? I have a They are bullets. What caliber bullet are we talking here? I don't know about guns, but I have a grim fascination with that sort of thing. Can we go like even less humane? Like give all the mice SARS? Or smallpox well, blankets? It takes what? too long. Diseases? No, that's an effective way of controlling. Genocide yeah. is not a joke. Sorry. Oh, sorry, no, I was. I was 
I was not kidding, but like I wasn't like that's always my response. You know when people on Yak Yak saying like, oh, something is the worst. Like having a cold is the worst, or the worst thing in the world is having a cold. And then I'm like, no, genocide. (laughs) That's always my comeback. Anyway. Anyway, can we let's move over back to mouse traps? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So this this so is it a patent idea or is it like an actual product? So it was. it, as I said, it was at a time and in a place. I actually don't know where it was from, but it was kind of pre-patent. And I think it didn't achieve its patent, but it was a it it, it was a. So thing. it's a product rather than a patent. Right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Curveball there. I Is it from like the fifties or something? Uh, again, not sure when it was. Uh, you put Marmite on it. When was Marmite invented? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> That's saying, the key to finding I'm saying it we put out, Marmite yeah. on our Traditional traps at the moment. Oh, not we don't have peanut butter because it's expensive. Or a gun. Okay. I've just remembered this is 19th century USA. Right. What yeah. century is this? 21st. So yep. that's two ago. 1800s <laughs> in the USA. They were okay. shooting mice. Mm. They barely had fucking tech then. I mean, they're still shooting people now, so I mean... Yeah, but not mice. This is why it took so long for us to... Uh, to develop technology they were buggering around with mouse traps yeah buggering, buggering around. around um so yeah so basically it's a loaded gun mouse trap system um in 19th century america I um, like poisons they would have had poisons or like other more i mean it's possible though i guess well i mean what about you uh jesus jesus if you keep rodents as a pet go over and tell them that you love them and you're sorry um, and then tell them what you think the answer is. Yeah. Freddie, what do you think? I think that is not real. I don't think they had ammo to spare in the cowboy times. Mm-hmm. Well, potato guns, you know? I think it might be a thing. I don't know how you... <laughs> sorry, sorry. You know potato guns don't shoot potatoes? I know. <laughs> That's how they harvest them in America. They had to use guns. With, I've been hunting potatoes all day. I got myself this 34-pound buck. Real Wait, thing. no, but my point is, I don't think the ammunition is an issue because there are plenty of things you can use as ammunition. And <laughs> potatoes, I I, 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 this is specifically a bullet. I'm just going to Oh, specifically a Specifically a bullet. A bullet. Well, yeah, that honestly, will... like, I think you can make it out of anything. A bullet out of anything. So I say, yes, it's real. That's, that's a kind of you, you can't make a bullet out of everything. If um, you throw it hard enough. I think it's real, though. I think it's real. Max, you know, correct? It is, a, is real. Wow. So cool! That image is disturbing to see. That's like an f- episode of Saw, but the mouse is looking right at its own death as it's. I think that mouse wanted death. <laughs> it's standing on the plate. Euthanasia and for mice. We will definitely post, uh, if we can, something of this. I will post Listeners, that. Listeners, I really thought it would be a mouse sized gun. But it's <laughs> no, not. It's, it's a people sized gun. It's a normal handgun. It's a people sized gun. I thought gun. it was going to be a rifle. Whoa. Like yeah. massively that oversized. Too, whoa, whoa. too long to like fit under your sofa. And, you know. So yeah, there we go. Uh, that's real, and uh, this is the kind of thing I research in my free time. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I like to read on the toilet. Mm-hmm. As a mm-hmm. child, my mum used to come in and tell me off because there were piles of books in my bathroom. I poo uh, so like fast. My grandpa what? reads an entire novel on the toilet. Now, because of smartphones. I take my phone into the bathroom and I sit and scroll on Instagram until I can no longer scroll. There's a business where you send them, for example, 
a celebrity's Twitter account or a friend's Twitter account or whatever and they print this onto toilet paper. Nice. So you read nice. it and this so this is a way of keeping yourself entertained briefly but without let, making you spend too much time. So, you know, if you use four little bits of toilet roll, you read four tweets. Can you get it printed on any, like, toilet paper of your choice? Is there quality? Can you have, like, so, for example... Three-ply versus three ply, two. Yeah. Oh, no, no, this is definitely, like, lower-level stuff. Okay. It's um, so can I present an alternative use? Sure. So, find the Twitter of someone you really dislike... And print that. And wipe your arse on it. Yeah. That is definitely an improvement. Well, I actually got, for my birthday, a couple of years ago, uh, a Sudoku loo roll, which had a load of Sudoku puzzles on it. Ah. Ooh, the, the big issue with that is the that... The pen just tears through. It tears through and ink, like, absorbs into the Your bumhole. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I thought, into actually, the paper. No, but like, wouldn't... like, capillary action goes on, you know. Well, yeah, but also you're oh, wiping ink on your bum. Yeah, Max's inky bum. Inky bum. I never used it. I'm going to be honest, I haven't used it. I... Still, still around. So I got something like that, but it was at... It, instead, it was like um, crime scene investigation, like printed across it, which Ooh. is quite funny. And um, I didn't use it because actually the, the quality of the loo roll is really bad as well. But yeah. then I kind of got to desperate measures, so I started using it, and I ended up with just black everything. <laughs> Oh, so the issue of the ink's integrity is valid. Yeah, if we're yeah. using poor quality paper, we're probably using poor quality ink, you know, yeah. all these things. Hit that episode two, Inky Bumhole. <laughs> <laughs> so it's people's Twitter. What about picture? What about tweets that only make sense if they're pictures? Presumably they're just bringing up someone's Twitter feed and then literally just printing it. Mm. So you, if there is a picture, then, like, it turns <clears> up, but... Can you do it bespoke? So could you be like, oh, I really want... I don't know, you find your... Okay, this is a bit weird, but you could if it was bespoke. Um, I really want my best friend's Twitter on my loo roll because I like find their Twitter really funny. Or yeah, yeah, or, yeah of course. I really want how's that not a thing Twitter. Yeah, on my absolutely. Loo roll. You yeah, can you make them okay. bespoke. Celebrities, Twitter accounts, your friends, David Cameron. I don't mm. know what. Sorry. Definitely Cameron. Sorry. So um, as with uh, as with Freddie's um, sandwich and can thing, how much for this loo roll? How much for the bespoke? What you know? Um, it was a while ago I read this. And so I think it was it was definitely about ten US dollars per okay. roll. I mean it's not meant to be bought in bulk for mm. proper usage, it's just a bit of a laugh. Okay. okay. So you could have one toilet roll holder for your real toilet roll and one for your banter. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Would you wipe with a Twitter feed? Tell your neighbour Grab, grab your gal pal by the upper arm and have a little gossip about whether you would wipe with this and then talk about yogurts and digestion Freddy, Hello. would you use it uh, or do you think it's a thing I think it is a thing yeah I do think it is a thing Maxi do you uh, I do as well Ooh. I think it's exactly the kind of novelty crap that the internet is perfect for producing I'll go ditto why not it is a thing <laughs> woo <laughs> And on my right, it, hello, it's Maxi. Maxi, do you have any? Uh, what's your one, Maxi? Hello, tell us about your idea. Is it real? Okay, so this is uh, a new product. I think it's like two or three years old now. Um, any of you ever smoked? Don't tell the audience. It's naughty. If you've ever smoked, you might you might know that nicotine. It's quite an addictive substance. Some people struggle to stop smoking. Obviously, the longer you, you smoke, the more your body and your brain gets used to the nicotine 
being introduced to your system and the adjusting, acclimatizing yourself to not smoking every day can be quite difficult. Well, that's why people have released products like e-cigarettes, except e-cigarettes is like a growing industry. The amount of money like companies like Nicorette and stuff are making from uh, basically keep, keeping people hooked on e-cigarettes and other nicotine-based things that sell themselves on helping you quit but never let you actually wean yourself off. Um, they're making a lot of money off that. So this is a product that actually helps you quit using the same technology of those. So it's an e-cigarette tracker um, and you smoke your, you know, with your digital, your electronic cigarette and it tracks the number of puffs you make each day, just like a pedometer. And you put it in your app on your iPhone or, or Android uh, and you, you see how much you smoke and then you can see whether you're cutting down successfully or not. That has to be real. I mean, my, my iPhone has been tracking my oh, footsteps yeah. Yeah. for years without me knowing it. Like, yeah. that <laughs> must be, like, it has to. Yeah, this was something that Naran and I discovered uh, earlier today, that, yeah, your entire oh. health can get tracked by... It's weird. ...digital It didn't stuff. used to, on the, it didn't used to, but now it's a thing. It tracks everything. Yeah. Everything feasible, everything conceivable. Mm. If you want to input the data, it will take it for you. But it will yeah. take your pedometer data, yeah, whether you want to or not. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I like it. It was nice to see how much I walked on the 13th of February, 2012. And how much did you walk? Don't know. Oh, I didn't wait, actually see. It goes see. that far back? Yeah, it's been yeah. running for oh, ages. Oh, you're joking. Yeah. Footsteps. Okay. Well, you, and you can charge up e-cigarettes using USBs, of course. No, That's when you, you floop the data across. Is, is uh, an e-cigarette a vape? Yeah. What you're thinking of as a vape has a reusable water container, but e-cigarettes have a cartridge. Yes. Well, I wouldn't classify them as the same thing. But okay. I and love vaping. Probably the same technology. Do you? I want to see... I wish vaping didn't have the shit rep it does, because I think vaping's so cool. I was going to ask, like, why does it have the shit rep it does? It's because it's the sort of person that smokes and is really into, like, modifying things, but yeah. it's really, like, easy and lame to modify. The... So it attracts the sort of trench coat wearing fedora-tipping bellends that, Who? like, want to have something cool and with a blue LED in their life, but aren't like interesting enough to go into proper cosplay or anything like that they're or like, I make a car probably vegan no no no, no they're, they're, no, not they're cool probably enough for that. friendless <laughs> <laughs> so they need some way to bond and that way is vaping I, I mean it, it's a concept it's an interesting concept uh, is it real possibly probably would you have to plug it in or is it like bluetooth wifi ready you know you have to plug it in you, in the same way you charge it it, uh, you can USB charge it like Freddie said but it, it works quite like um, what are they called uh, jawbone ups so which is they have a little cover on the end and you, it's like a mini jack like a headphone jack so you can plug it into your phone which syncs through that uh, or you can plug it into your computer and charge it that way okay yeah okay uh, the technology is there I'll vouch for that Lisa what do you think Lisa at home. Uh, Lisa, walk into your nearest news agents, go behind the counter, knock all the real cigarettes off and go, your business is dying, and then stride out. And then walk back in and tell them if you think this is true or not. Right? I think we've given her time. Yeah. Yeah. Freddie, do you think it's real? Uh, I think that is real. You think it sounds real? Okay. Yeah, I think so. No? It has to be. Um, I think it's one of those sort of 
over technologized things where it's like you're just adding too much technology to things that don't need it you uh-huh. know um so i don't think it's real well i i'm pretty sure it's not real unfortunately but right. how is that not a thing But seriously, wouldn't that be a great way? Because the current e-cigarettes and stuff, they literally just get you hooked even more because you just get more nicotine in your body without, like, I guess, the sort of adverse health effects of smoking. Uh, well, the way you're supposed to do it is you're supposed to... Each um, consecutive cartridge has less and less nicotine in yeah. it. Yeah. That's how that works. But people end up more hooked and then either sticking with e-cigarettes for a long time or moving back to cigarettes. Well, honestly, I think that's a problem with the people rather than the e-cigarettes. Tell you what, boffins, that's, that's get working on this and uh, come back when you've got a prototype. Yeah. Okay. Freddie. Hello. Hi. Final, final one today. Uh, Freddie Riddell. Right. We are all, of course, familiar with the Lazy Susan. You mean rotating... A tables? rotating platform for drinks... Perhaps cheese. snacks, cheeses, afternoon teas, card games, even. Really? So, probably. Um, you could put anything on anything. That's how they work. Um, so, Lazy Susan, you're, you're, they're great when you're in the parlour, uh, or perhaps on the veranda. But what if you're in the swimming pool? Oh. Ooh. What if you're in the swimming pool and you need to, like, share some beverages with your fellow friends? Oh, so... Curveball! Introducing the Juicy Susan. Okay. <laughs> so it's not under the water? No, oh. that would be like a lemon. <laughs> your drink would be swimming pool water and your water would be juice. <laughs> You're talking about a lilo with a lazy Susan on it? No. It's a circular sort of inflatable donut with a tray on top and you can spin that round. Oh, okay. Juicy Susan. What's it made of? Uh, inflatable plastic with like a hard plastic shell on top, which is oh. the tray with a lip. A lip? Oh, so the lip So the, the drinks yeah. and beverages and nuts and card games don't fall off. So the hard plastic thing rotates independently of the no, it is attached to the rotation device. So you just spin it manually. Yeah, I mean you spin a lazy Susan manually. Okay, so the pivot point is the water. Yeah, if you could make Uh, a lazy Susan using inflatables and water, that would be the juicy Susan. As a person who spent some time on the water today, did you know Sophie Rose? I try. No, as a, one of the, the things I notice the most is how much the boat or whatever you put in the water, the person rocks. Mm. And um, that's not very... I mean, you're serving these drinks in beakers. Tumblers, I would say. They're yeah, in tumblers. But tumblers have notoriously... They're notoriously short, and you sort of tend to fill them to fairly high, and then yeah. you've got this thing floating on the water, and it depends on the buoyancy of the water, and then the juice goes everywhere, and it's a mess. They are what? notoriously short. What if somebody on the other side of the pool does a cannonball? As with, I like, I as with all pool-based toys, responsible splashing must be observed. <laughs> Is that what it says on the... Uh, so that's the first thing on the <laughs> Caution, do not oversplosh. Now I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting a bit longer to drop this one on you, but there is the Juicy Susan Deluxe. What? Okay. How? Oh, oh, give me on. the Deluxe now, version. The Juicy Susan Deluxe is the same as the earlier Juicy Susan, mm. but in the middle of the tray, there's a long, thin bit that goes down with a weight at the bottom dangling into your pool, and that gives the Juicy Susan an unbelievable amount of stability in terms of sloshing. I like it. Mm. That's better. Okay. The product is sound. Personally, I think. But the delivery makes me think that you made that up 
And then when we called you out on the lack of stability, you then fixed it for the deluxe version. I mean, it does look bad, doesn't it? I probably, uh, if I were making it up, that would have been a bit of a faux pas. But I'm not. But that's I, how I politics Genuinely, works. Were like a big reveal. <laughs> and maybe I'm double bluffing you here because I mm. thought the same thing, and the designers thought the same thing. We all thought the same thing, and I knew that you would have issues with the sloshing. Let's, <laughs> let's have a think. Uh, actually, Raphael, you should have a think. Raphael at home. Raphael in the pool. Oh, topical. <laughs> yeah. Raphael, no, you, uh, listeners at home, if you're in a swimming pool now, maybe have a think about whether you could see this in your pool. Maybe do a headstand in the pool with your feet holding a tray above the water and see how stable you are. Cool. Uh, Neural, do you think it's real? I'm going to go for fake. I'm going to go with my gut. You've, okay. <laughs> your gut tells you fake. I'm going to go with Neural's gut. <laughs> it's a good gut. I think... I'm not... I'm pretty sure the deluxe version you just did just make up on the spot. But... I think the Juicy Susan is a thing. It's an awful name, though. I if that's it. Yeah, I don't like, like that. It. But it's got to be real. Go on, Freddie. Okay, Neural has a good gut because it is not real. Oh. But I have seen, like, water tray-esque things before in, you know, I don't know. Are you looking up a Juicy Susan? I'm looking up a water tray. Uh... I'm going to look up a Juicy Susan. Actually, oh, okay. Really be careful Googling Juicy Susan at Do you know home. what a Juicy Lucy oh, look. is? No, I've got one here. It's... Oh, dear Lord. No. <laughs> but no. Look. Oh, sorry. I've just found basically what he's describing, but remote control. That is kind of cool. The like one edition got... it didn't need. Has it got food in the middle? Because yes, I'm that, that's much better. That's an improvement on that, Freddie, actually. Look, Freddie, this is exactly what you've described. Oh, it is. Uh, this, this is that's made a, by Moe. That's a Moe and Shondon life belt with a tray in the middle. And, and that looks classy as fuck. And so the Juicy Susan, Juicy if Susan. not branded as such, it's does exist. As we draw to a close, I'd like to just share with you three of the the more outrageous patents I've seen this week. Um, <laughs> Hello and welcome to Maxi's Patent Corner. This just kind of shows how ridiculous and how um, outrageous people's attempts at patenting and trying to make money generally of other people's inventions, how crazy they can kind of be. The first one I saw was a technique for swinging on a swing. People have tried to patent techniques for swing use. Mm. Um, normally, obviously, you swing front to back, just swinging. Yeah. Oh, you want to go side to side? That's, That's patented. Not allowed. That's actually patented. Yes. I don't know if I believe that because I've, I've just infringed on patent law during my childhood now. I'm not sure if the patent necessarily went through. Well, and also, uh, patent for the. On, say, you've just met, put an order through on Amazon. There's a patent on changing the quantity of goods ordered post order. That's the kind of technical nuance that you can get in a patent. It's really sensible. Mm. Yeah, but to patent it seems just like seems like quite an obvious thing to be able to do, don't you think? Uh, and then finally, uh, a patent on using training manuals in the training of staff. Like what? A patent, what? Right? This is a, there's a patent on you, you, you've got your training manuals and you've got your staff who need training. Not allowed to use them together. That is a technique that is patented. Is it like a specific technique or all techniques ever? You hold the book sideways. Mm. Now, I'm sure that most of these patents have really been like legally made redundant, but that's just the kind of crazy shit you can patent. 
yeah, add us on, well, like us. Is that what you do? Yeah. Do you become a fan? Do you like Become a fan, like us on Facebook. Facebook, that's, it's how is it, it how is that not a thing on Facebook? Um, and the images are sort of blue, how is that not a thing logo? Um, and <laughs> like us, become a fan, follow us on Twitter, hitnatpodcast, at hitnatpodcast. Or how is that not a thing? Or one word. Lots of fun Not enough stuff. characters in the uh, Twitter name. No, not enough characters in the Twitter sphere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And also we're on SoundCloud and now on the iTunes podcast, making listening easier than ever. Brilliant. Ooh. Well, thank you, Freddie. Uh, do you have a Twitter handle? You want uh, I'm at Eggshaped. <laughs> so I'm at McClues. Uh, Freddie Riddell, F-R-E-D-D-I-E-R-I-D-E-L-L. At gin underscore and milk. What the fuck? There's no <laughs> underscore between and and milk. No. No, it's only one underscore. I told you it's weird. Uh, at sofsof, that's at S-A-U-F-S-O-P-H. And if you're lucky, you can scroll back all the way to whenever it was, 2012, and you can see all the tweets I did at Rebecca Black on Fridays. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for listening to How Is That Not A Thing. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you next time. Woo! Woo!